In the beginning, there was darkness. Then, there was Paul Brown. Paul Brown transformed the game. Hello, Paul Brown here. Welcome to the first ever International Browns Podcast. Good morning, Cleveland. So back with the show. It's just me solo podding today, um, but we're going to discuss sort of an interesting question um, because I've seen lots of mocks and people sort of looking at free agents. But effectively, the first question you need to ask is, hey, what do the Browns need? And this isn't, hey, where can we improve? Where can we get better? What do we actually need? If, you, if you're working on, have we got a 53-man squad today with no additions, um, working on all of the free agents left, where are the holes? So I'm just going to run through the roster and really let, let's look at those and see where everything's at. So we'll start with the top quarterback. We've got two. No issues there. One, two locked in. Um, yeah, you could, you could trade Keenum if you wanted to upgrade, but it's locked. Uh, running back, you've got your main two locked in. Um, that's all good. Yeah, you might want to upgrade on third. Uh, Dennis Johnson is it's not that exciting, but you, you can you can go into the season with that unchanged based on everyone staying as they are. Fullback is great. And Janovic is there ticking along. Now we get to the first position where there's really some need. So wide receiver, you obviously want five, um, six spots. I, th- I think they're going to carry six. Um, you've got OBJ, Landry, Donovan, Peoples-Jones. So top three is that's there. Then you could argue, hey, have we got a sixth? Um, someone like Jamarcus Bradley, someone like that, possibly. Um, and then this, that's where the big hole is. Rashad Higgins isn't back at the moment. Um, you've got Kudarrell Hodge is a restricted free agent, but they've not tended him up to this point. So that's one where th- there's certainly some need. They need at least two dudes in the wide receiver room. Uh, this could be draft, it could be free agency. But wide receivers are a room where they, they definitely need to do something. Tight end, you could run that back and that would be perfectly fine. Hooper and Joku, Bryant, Carlson, not a problem in the world there. Offensive tackle is definitely a, a position where the Browns probably need to do something. Not in terms of the starters. Hey, Wills, Conklin, we're more than happy there. But then behind it, Chris Hubbard, yeah, he, he was good last year. But it's a lot of money. Is he going to be fully fit? The, the noises sound positive, but you never know. And then you've got Alex Taylor there as a fourth who, yep, athletic traits they really like, but can they develop him into what they want? Who knows? So don't be surprised if that's one that catches a few people off guard um, where they actually go and get someone because they're not as comfortable with Chris Hubbard as it seems. Um, then in terms of the interior, they're locked in here. Uh, we've got the three starters. We've got Nick Harris, um, backup center. And in terms of backup guard, it's going to be a hell of a fight. Drew Forbes, Blake Hans, Michael Dunn, um, any of those three guys could win. And it wouldn't surprise me if two, the other two end up getting traded. Um, maybe not Forbes, but the other two, you'd probably get some interest from somebody. 
but that's the offensive side of the ball. Basically, the only real needs that someone that might see serious amount of snaps is your wide receiver three if you're not ready for Donovan Peoples-Jones to go out there and play about 40% of snaps. Next, we get onto the edge room. We, we've got, hopefully got three of the five locked in. So we, we all know we've got Miles Garrett. Then we've got Port Augustine, who's sort of your three slash four. And then they're definitely excited about Curtis Weaver. But at the same time, let's not get too overhyped about Curtis Weaver. He's yet to play a snap in the NFL. Um, so take these things with a pinch of salt. But there's certainly a gap there for two and three. Um, obviously, one's going to be a free agent. Um, the other one, hey, where it happens in the draft, it's definitely going that way. Then we move along to the interior. Uh, you've always got your two starters locked in, Sheldon Richardson, Andrew Billings. You know where that is. You've got Jordan Elliott that they obviously drafted last year. And so there's one hole to fill, whether that's in free agency, whether it's something else in the draft. Um, it wouldn't surprise me if they, if they try bring someone in in free agency, even if it's just a vet min with no guarantees, just because, hey, if... if it doesn't work out in the draft. The board doesn't fall your way. You don't want to be left there just struggling. Next, we look at linebackers. So, obviously, Goodson and Malcolm Smith aren't under contract at the moment. So, it leaves you Tacky Tacky, Jacob Phillips, and Mac Wilson. Um, that, that's five spots. So, at best, you've got two more dudes you need to bring in. At worst, if you don't trust Mac Wilson, then that's three guys you need to bring in. So, there's definitely need there in the linebacker room. Next, we get to corner, which is probably, I would say, our weakest position in the entire roster. Um, you've got Denzel Ward that's great. You've got Greedy Williams that is up in the air unknown. You can't even pencil him in as your cornerback, outside cornerback two yet because, quite frankly, no one knows what he is, what it'll be like. So you're probably looking at sort of six corners, five safeties. So if we said six corners five outside guys and one guy in the slot. Um, there's certainly no one in the slot. MJ Stewart's not good enough to start there. Um, he, yeah, he could be your sixth corner, uh, but you've got Ward greedy and potentially a sixth corner. You, you still need a two, you need a slot, you need a, a four. So definitely some space there to bring some people in. So don't be surprised if that's one they're quite aggressive in free agency. You can be aggressive without spending loads of money. So you can be aggressive and go get a couple of cheaper dudes. Um, just because someone's aggressive doesn't mean doesn't mean they're going to go out and spend 10 plus million. Um, you can go out and aggressively get talent, whether it's a Troy Hill that can play a bit of inside and outside. Um, but no, lots of holes to fill in the cornerback room. And then the safety room is really, really light. Um, lots of people are excited about Ronnie Harrison and Grant Delpit. Ronnie Harrison was injured for a large part of last season and Grant Delpit was injured for the whole thing. And that's something important to remember. You can't just go, hey, I've, I've seen the great stuff from them in the past. Yeah, I'm all in. You've got to be prepared for, hey, both of them dudes could... could not playing next year. Is your depth there good enough, ready to stand up? So I think they definitely need to add a couple of guys in the safety room. Um, probably one bigger name. I, I just feel that's something they're, they're going to go after. 
Um, so yeah, John Johnson's there, but you, you got Malik Hooker, who've touched on several times, but you've got Trey Boston, um, and you've got LaMarcus Joyner. Um, you, you can go after some different names. So add the talent there. It wouldn't surprise me if they hold out because there's a good chance it's going to be a nice option in the draft. So, yeah, if, if you bring in one bigger name or you might bring in two, it doesn't matter if you go really heavy with five guys there because you're going to use them. Um, if you're playing dime, there's nothing saying you can't have a four safety dime. So options, the more you've got, the better you're going to be. Um, and next, we just look at the specials. Punter and long snapper locked in. Um, and then kicker, yeah. The, the McRae is the only one on the uh, actual roster at the moment. So there's stuff there. But it, it was just something I wanted to sort of run through and look at. And sort of, yeah, your biggest areas of weakness, I would say your cornerback is number one. Your... Mm, it's linebacker or what wide receiver in that two, three spot. And then number four is safety for me. Um, and you could probably throw edge in there as well, rounding out the top five. So yeah, that's where you, your biggest five weaknesses are. The only position on the defense you're like, yeah, we feel okay here would be interior defensive line. You, you've got Billings, you've got Richardson, you've got Elliott. There's enough there that it can be serviceable. Whereas other spots, there's big, big need. So that that's just a run through today. I just wanted to sort of look at that. And it's people that are mocking them to take like a guard. And it's like, well, are you saying you don't like Dunn, you don't like Hanson, you don't like Forbes? Because it, it feels a bit crazy to just say, hey, I'm moving on from all these guys. Because if you draft someone in the fifth round, there's no real chance that you, you're going to cut them. So... Yeah, it's, it's look at your roster and balance things out and sort of work out where them holes are because there is a lot of talent in the draft and in free agency in the areas we need it most, which is a great position to be in rather than we're having to overdraft someone because, hey, he's not that great. But no, I, I think that's just sort of what I wanted to look at. But as always, follow me on Twitter. It's at Jack Duffin. Any show ideas, things you want us to discuss get in touch and we'll do that just for you guys we cannot appreciate how great you guys are listening and support um yeah as always go browns